welcome to More Than Myths. Hey, curious friends. Welcome back to another week of More Than Myths. Um, So I have a funny story for you guys. Uh, Haley and I managed to completely avoid COVID-19 for the last two years. Our families were pretty um, stringent about what, you know, what we were doing, what we were out there, um, who we were seeing, working, and, you know, masking up. This isn't about, you know, any of that, but, you know, we took our efforts. We did the things we were supposed to do, um, and somehow there was a stroke of bad luck in both of our families and we both simultaneously got hit with COVID within a week of each other. And remember, we don't live in the same city. We live in separate cities. She lives in Idaho and I live in Washington state. So we were not like exposing each other either. It was completely pure coincidence that this happened to us at the same time. So I was out last Sunday through like a whole week of being sick. And then Haley was like almost exactly a week behind me. She got COVID. So we have been, um, we put out our blooper reel last week, which uh, we appreciate you guys listening to. We didn't want to have have you guys be totally empty handed, but uh, we were not in a place to produce the show. Um, So Haley is still out of commission at this point. And I'm still, you can kind of hear my congestion, but I'm almost, I'm almost all better. So that's good news, at least. What that means is that we don't have a normal intro for you this week, but the great news is that we already have Uncle Brandon's second part of Thor recorded and ready to go. We are going to save it for a little bit later, but you know, we need it now and you guys need more content. So let's go we're going to share today is part two of Thor and have another Norse corner with Uncle B. So when you hear Haley on here, just remember like we got to record this ahead of time and we were going to use it later in the month, but it just kind of works to go out now. Haley and I have been uh, getting through a ton of books and TV shows and movies because we've been laid out. I know I was able to finish two books when I was sick I finished Song of Achilles, which you guys, if you love, if you love mythology, which is hopefully why you're here, um, or maybe one of the reasons, if you love Greek mythology like I do, we all know I'm such a freaking nerd for Greek mythology, this book was so good. It was so touching. It was so upsetting. It stayed really true to the Iliad from what I've heard, um, and it it's just gutting, but in the best way. I can't recommend that book enough. And so I 100% feel like everybody should check that out. I am also on a new like fantasy, you know, adult fantasy novels or series. Um, I'm reading from Blood and Ash. So I finished the first one and the second one. Um, I finished it this week. So I'm well into the third at this point and 
pretty excited about that. So I'll definitely have Haley post out our books for the month of April. We'll get those out there and share with you guys because, you know, we love our books here. Um, But yeah, anyway, have a fantastic week. We will see you next week. I promise you will get part two of Betty and Barney Hill. It's actually already recorded. We just got halfway through recording that episode before I got sick. And I was just, by the time it was my turn, I was done. I was like, I can't talk about anything. And so we have that episode. It's going to be great. It's well worth the wait. It's terrifying and abduction-y. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. So anyway, I'm going to bring on Uncle Brandon and Haley and enjoy the show. Okay, well, if you missed our last episode in with Norse Corner, um, we started talking about Thor and um, one of his very interesting tales about how him, Loki, and I don't remember the other one's name. Many a name. <laughs> many a name. Um, <laughs> took down some pretty tricky giants. So um, Uncle B is back today. Yes, Woo! I am. Back today. And he's going to tell us more about Thor. Thor. Yeah, Thor and yeah. Thialfi. Thialfi was the name. Thialfi. His, his, yes. Thialfi. Yes. I'm not even going to try. I'm not even going to try. That, that was the boy, right? Yes. Yes. And he was fa- almost Rook. faster than thought. Yeah, that's, that's right. Crazy. The mortal boy. Yeah. And that's his crazy. sister, his sister Rotska, her uh-huh. name is actually something to do with being fast, too. I, I can't remember oh. the exact translation, but yeah. So they're quick little bastards. Wow. Okay. Very quick. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm super excited to hear about it. Yeah. Tell us some more tales. Some We're more ready. tales. Okay. Tell well, tales. I think I've mentioned this one before in, I believe, the Loki episode where Thor gets married. Uh, yeah. Do you remember that? Does uh, that ring I just know that he's say... married to Sif. Yeah. Well, he is married to Sif, but this is another wedding. Maybe. Tell oh. us again. Okay. Tell well, us anyway. If memory serves, it's because I was talking about Loki ship shipping. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And he turns into one of Thor's bridesmaids when he uh, is getting married to, so. to a giant. In fact. Uh-uh, I don't think so. Okay. Well, let's talk about Thor's wedding. Let's talk about it. Okay. So Thor wakes up one morning and he knows something's off. He starts feeling around for his security blanket, you know, his hammer, <laughs> Mjolnir. Mjolnir. <laughs> the security blanket. If he can't have that, you know, he he feels out of sorts. Sure. But it's nowhere to be found. And so, you know, as he does, he t- says to himself, fucking Loki. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> fucking Loki. So he goes to Loki all pissed off, ready to break Loki in two. And quickly finds out that Loki has no idea what has happened. And he's, in fact, you know, just as concerned as Thor that Mjolnir's missing. Wait. Mm-hmm. I thought Steve Rogers was the only other person who could pick up Mjolnir. <laughs> okay, well, that's the Marvel universe. So, uh, wait a minute. In the wait Norse universe, tick. in the Norse universe, pretty much anybody can pick it up if they can get their hands on it. But nobody wants to mess with Thor to get it. Oh, okay. So they have to go okay. while okay. he's sleeping. Okay. Yeah. And in fact, um, last time we talked about my Mjolnir uh, pendant. Mm-hmm. Remember, Thor can shrink, the, shrink his hammer down so he actually wears it oh like a pendant a lot. oh yeah yeah 
So what uh, sneaky god. Right? I told you you can put it inside his shirt. So there you go. Yeah, that's how he does it. See, where was I now that you've Sorry. got me off track? <laughs> Loki's just as concerned as he is. So oh, yeah. he says, Hey, well, let's go talk to Freya. So they they go over to Freya's house and he says, he tells Freya, oh. Loki, this is the he. I need to borrow your feathered cloak. She instantly oh. laughs, scoffs, and says, Ain't no way in Helheim I'd let you borrow <laughs> anything of mine for any reason. <laughs> Sounds about right. Tell him, Freya. <laughs> and then Thor says, all sheepishly, my hammer is missing. And Freya replies, if my cloak were made of gold, I'd let you borrow it. <laughs> so it's that important. Mm-hmm. So... As Loki do, he takes he takes the feathered cloak and he ship ships into a falcon, takes mm. off for Jotunheim. <laughs> he gets to Jotunheim and he sees this Jotun. He's chilling on a rock and braiding golden collars for his racing dogs. Oh. This Jotun is called Thrym, and he's the king of the Jotunar. Okay. He sees Loki and calls out to him, What brings you to Jotunheim, son of Loive? Loki lands and tells Thrym the situation, asks if he knows anything about where the hammer might be. He smiles, you know, devious smile, and says, I've taken it, and I've hidden it eight miles beneath the earth. Oh, shit. So no one will ever find it but me. Oh. Well. He also says, if the Aesir want it back, I want the hand of Freya in marriage. Oh. <laughs> As I have heard, she's the most beautiful so Loki thinks to himself, shit, not this again. <laughs> and he takes off yeah, her out. Wait, 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 wait. Wasn't Everybody the... wants to marry Freya. Oh, yeah. Was she's the a Jotun she's a super who hottie. built the wall who wanted mm-hmm. to marry her yeah, too? The, the yeah, Loki was like, yeah, sure. And then, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. That's what, why it yeah. sounded familiar. Okay, all right. Yeah, um, it does sound familiar, but that's not I'm what's up. going on exactly. Everybody wants a piece. One. Well, I mean, she's, she's the hottest woman ever. Yeah, yeah. ever. I mean, Ever. I mean yeah. she's the queen of the Valkyries. She might be Frigg later on after she marries Odin. We don't know. Okay, so Loki arrives back in As- Asgard to find the Acer already gathered in Freya's hall waiting for his return so they can kind of go on, over what's going on. So Loki tells him he knows who has Mjolnir and the only way to give it to get it back is the thief wants the hand of Freya. And Thor says, just a hand? You've got two. <laughs> and Loki goes, no. He wants all of her. He wants to marry her. <sighs> okay, oh I'm glad God. that you said that because when you said he wants her hand, I was like, what's so special about her hand? Like, are they going to cut her hand off? No joke. That's what I thought. That's no. hilarious. Instead of in marriage. I yeah. definitely okay. had that moment, a moment of that thought, but then okay. I was like, oh, wait marriage makes a lot right. more yeah no that definitely was like this, the last thing in my mind he just wants her hand like yeah. the left one or the right one <laughs> that, that's kind of why i i i didn't say in marriage at the first part it was gotcha. kind of my artistic <laughs> license there so that i love it you let you see that let you see that thor me. wasn't thinking about it he you just oh it's a hand don't worry about it <laughs> got to <laughs> pick one <laughs> right <laughs> that's hilarious Okay, so Thor says, oh, well, we're going to miss you, Freya, but you better get ready to go, and I'll take you to Jotunheim. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Freya's pissed at this point. She, she goes, it's going to be a cold day in Muspelheim before I marry anyone 
against my will to get you assholes out of any sort of predicament that I have absolutely nothing to deal with. Mm -hmm. So she's she's pissed, essentially. So the gods have to start putting their heads together to come up with some ideas to get this back because Freya is definitely not buying into this bullshit. Mm -hmm. So they're talking and everybody has something to say and Loki's like, nope, that's not going to work. Nope, that's stupid. Nope. So everybody's pretty much said something except for him, and he steps out and says, I know how to get Mjolnir back, but Thor, you're not going to like it. I'll like it just fine if it works. Just tell us. You're really not going to like it. It's fine. We'll all like it. Okay. The only way to do this is to dress yourself as a bride, covering your face with a veil, hang keys from your belt, as women do, and send you off as Freya to marry Thrym. <laughs> Thor grimaces and says, I don't like it. <laughs> but Loki says, shut up, like Thor. It. This is perfect. It'll work. In fact, I'll ship ship into a ham maiden and go with you and make sure that it goes off without a hitch. Love it. That's so nice. Right? I That's mean, such a nice, like, helpful thing to do. Loki, Loki, we've been over this in the Loki episode. He helps the gods. He always does. It's He's not necessarily a quote-unquote bad person. So, Thor reluctantly goes with the goddesses to get his makeover. And when he's all ready, Sif even hangs her keys from his belt. So he's got his wife's keys. And they take Freya's <laughs> necklace of the Brisings, which is her signature piece of jewelry, and they put it around his neck. And Thor and Loki head off to their drag show and literally get it on the road. That's awesome. I keep having to remind myself this this is not Chris Hemsworth in drag. This is Gimli in drag. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a damn good thing that his face is covered. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Chris, you shave him down, he might he might look I've, a little feminine. You could make, least. Yeah, yeah, I bet you oh, could sure, make Chris yeah. look pretty damn good. I mean, he's a pretty man. It's really, really pretty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, okay, where were we? Oh, uh, let's see. Are we laughing at me? No, I'm laughing no, at I'm Haley's laugh because and then Haley's laughing he's a pretty at man. us. <laughs> he is pretty, but I'm just listening to the two of you agreeing that he's just so. <laughs> He's well, just, I mean, it, he's just so pretty. He's, he's not my type, pretty. but he's he's pretty. I, I can admit that. I'm <laughs> I'm secure enough with my masculinity that I can admit that the dude is pretty. I like it. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> so it essentially takes them eight days to get from Os Asgard to Jotunheim, where uh, Thrym's court is. Are they normal days like our days? Or are they like different days like God days? I'm going to say that they're normal because I don't know that they ever okay. distinguish between the two. Fair okay. enough. All right. Sorry. Where were we now? You got me sidetracked again. <laughs> what? Us? No. <sighs> you guys are the queens of sidetrackedness. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm flattered. <laughs> Anytime. I do what I do when I do what I do. <laughs> okay. So they arrive at the feast for the wedding. Um, after these eight days, and they sit down with Loki kind of providing a buffer between Pr Thrym and Thor, so you know their ruse isn't discovered. Mm -hmm. And then they start to bring out the food. Uh oh, <laughs> we, we talked about this last episode. <laughs> yeah. 
Thor really goes crazy with the food. So, okay. <sighs> they start bringing out these nice pastries for the women. And they're for all the women. They don't get past Thor. He takes <laughs> all of them. Like a whole plate of pastries and stuffs them up under his veil. And they're gone. And the women are just sitting there like, damn, I didn't get enough? What the hell? Wow. He I'm also eats praying. a whole ox <gasps> and eight, count them eight, like as big as a man, salmon. Wow. Shoves in a freaking salmon, pulls out the bones and the tail, and Ew. that's it. Eight Gross. of those. Not wow. to mention three casks of mead. Oh my God. So, yeah, right? Uh, so, Thrym nudges the maiden that is Loki and all, you know, mm -hmm. and says, I've never seen any, a woman so ravenous as this. What's going on? <laughs> Loki, you know, quick witted as ever goes. Me. Oh, my lady hasn't eaten for eight days in ex excited anticipation to be here with you, my lord. Smooth. So Thrym gets all pumped up and he says, I just have to kiss her. And before Ooh. Loki can stop him, he, no. he pulls down the veil just enough to see the fierce eyes of his bride to be. <clears throat> and, you know, he, he's taken back by this. He, he <laughs> jumps back and nudges the maiden that is Loki again and says, um, what is wrong with Freya's eyes? <laughs> and... Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> and the Loki that is made, or the, the maiden that is Loki. Yeah, I can't talk. Uh, tells him, my lord, in eight nights, my lady has not slept in anticipation to be your wife and looking forward to the passion you will share on your wedding night. Oh. So now Prim's all sorts of excited, or Thrym is all sorts like of excited. No, not not my grand my grandniece, but no. <laughs> uh yeah, Thrym. It's because of that the character pee. that I told you about yeah. last episode, it looks like a pea. So yeah. when I'm reading, I'm like, oh it's Prim. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> so Thrym is all sorts of excited for to get the ceremony going on and, and calls out, bring in the dowry for my bride and set it in her lap as his custom requires. So they do. His servants bring out Mjolnir and they set it in Thor's lap. And oh. Thor starts quietly at first to laugh. And yeah. under underneath the veil, it's a, a low rumbling laugh, <laughs> not the laugh of a goddess. The fuck? <laughs> and <laughs> Thor leaps up, rips off the veil and says... Now you shall see the price to be paid for stealing my hammer. And then he proceeds to slaughter all the Jotunar present. What? And after this onslaught, Loki uh -huh. crawls out back in, you know, regular Loki form. And the pair head home from Asgard. And in, in one of the poems, this is an English translation to that. It just ends with, in this way, Thor recovers his hammer. Okay. That's all we'll say about that. Don't. Fuck I do have a side hammer. note on this too. This this uh, this tale. Mm -hmm. So the side note is the original language of the poem, which is Old Norse. Um, Thor tells Freya that we too will go, quote unquote. We too will go. Hmm. When he's going to tell her, you know, throw on the dress, let's go. You know. Mm -hmm. 
in in the old Norse, there's a masculine form to this, a feminine, and a mixed gender way to uh-huh. say it. So Thor obviously phrase a woman, he's a man. He uses the mixed gender way to say this. Oh. But after it's decided that Thor and Loki are going to go, Loki actually reiterates, we too shall go. Also, using the same mixed version. Ooh, interesting. So he's basically implying that Thor is feminine in this case. So, hmm. he's, so yeah, it's it's a funny little dig at his masculinity. It really shows mm-hmm. the humor of the poet and uh, gives us a little insight as to the subtle things that remain the same throughout the centuries, such as teasing your friends. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got yeah. It, got it. Okay. Okay. So that's that tale. Um, there's another one I kind of wanted to get into, and it is about the time Thor goes fishing. For the world serpent. Oh, oh, okay. So this one has a pretty good setup, and then after the fishing incident, there's a pretty good uh, backtrack too. So okay. So Aegir um, is a Jotun personification of the sea. Hmm. Okay. Okay, and he agrees to hold a feast for the Aesir in his hall beneath the sea. They, they've just come back from a successful hunt and he's going to be the host for their, their celebratory shindig. Hmm. Is it weird? No, like, no. Aren't they, aren't Jotun and the Aesir kind of enemies? Uh, yes and no, but we got to remember that sometimes the Jotun are wives mm. or lovers of, of the Aesir. Okay. Okay. Okay, cool. I just wanted to clarify. So, let me stop there for a second so we can t- talk about this because it's kind of an in-depth thing. I told you they the Jotnar represent chaos essentially, right? Right. Well, from what I gather, it's they're they're kind of tamed sometimes, for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. to to couple with the Aesir and um, be friends with them as well, like like Egir. Um, is just kind of their friend. He's like one of the okay. very few, very so they, few Jotuns that are. They do have like allies. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. I okay. mean, they're not completely enemies, but you know, Thor still smash. Thor smash. Mm. So he he likes to rein in the terror, but there are certain ones that they kind of allow into their circle, or you know, in this case, to entertain them. Okay. Gotcha. So, Egir essentially says, I'd love to throw this feast for you guys, but I don't have a cauldron that's big enough to brew enough ale for you guys. I need a bigger cauldron. And he kind of tasks Thor into getting this cauldron for him. And Tyr steps up. We've talked about Tyr Mm -hmm. a couple times. I don't think we've really brought him into a story yet, but here's an introduction. So Tyr, like I told you last time, they associate with war because just because his mm-hmm. uh, his day is Tuesday, which is Mars Day, right? Yeah, but he's I like Tyr. Tyr's one of my favorite gods. Um, he's always seems to be the level headed one. He's always the one willing to sacrifice for the greater good. Tyr to me is just an all around good, smart guy. Okay, so Tyr's like, hey. I can help you. My dad has the biggest cauldron in all the nine realms. We'll just 
go to his place and see if we can uh, trick him out of it. Oh. So they head over there and okay. they they walk into the hall of uh, Tyr's father. And Tyr's father's hall is called, I wrote this down somewhere, uh, at Himmons Endis. Yeah. At Himmons at Ends, which literally translate to the at heaven's ends okay i was gonna say i didn't know what heaven's would have been yeah. and so i was it's like something, it's something yeah. end right mm-hmm. yeah well it, i the reason i really wanted to to talk about that it shows another instance where the old norse is so close to english mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know like like we talked about the um the days of the week we still right. use those um right. and actually they them their Thou, those th- words all come from Norse. Oh, hmm. yeah. Wow. Or, or the old English from you know it's just conglomeration. But anyway, yeah. So they go to the hall of Hymir, and they see Tyr's grandma, who's a hideous nine hundred headed Jotun. Oh. Okay. <laughs> they walk in. Hey, grandma, what's going on? Oh, tear. <laughs> and then they see his mom and she's like, oh. 900 hi. kisses. <laughs> oh yeah. <my> Nine, 900. <laughs> probably probably 1,800 pinched cheeks too. I don't know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she's got, you know, two, twice the hands as the head. Oh right? my gosh. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. But yeah, they, ha- they have a, a few multi-headed Jotunar in, in this one. So Okay. Um, so, and then they run into to Tyr's mom, who's beautiful. I mean, she's gorgeous. She's said to be dressed in gold and she's Himir's concubine. She's not even really his wife, but, um, yeah. So she welcomes the boys, you know, Hey, how's it going? Um, you know, your dad's going to be pissed because <laughs> he doesn't like guests and, you know, let alone Thor, who's the enemy of most Jotunar. Right. So she tells him to hide. And then when Hymir arrives home, she cheerfully tells him that their son has come to visit and he's brought with him his friend. And she doesn't actually say Thor's name, but he, she uses Kennings. Mm-hmm. And okay. um, some of the Kennings that she uses for him is the enemy of Fenrir, the friend mm-hmm. of humans, the protector, the violent enemy, and the one who makes Jotun women cry. Oh, yeah. So Killing all them husbands, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's pissed essentially that because he figures it out, Thor's in his house. Yeah. But uh, because of the Norse culture, hospitality is super important to them. So he mm-hmm. eventually calms down and has three oxen from his herd slaughtered to feed himself and his guests. Thor, in true Thor fashion eats two all by himself. Oh my god. I was gonna say. <laughs> and Humor's like, damn, if you're gonna eat like this, we'll have to go fishing this evening so we have enough food to eat dinner. And Thor yeah. tells him, all right, I'll gladly go with you. In fact, I'll row as long as you provide me with bait because I don't have anything. So he says, don't worry about that. Just go out into my field and you can take anything you want as as bait and he he figures you know he's gonna dig up worms or something 
No. Thor waltzes out there, grabs his prize bull by the head, twists and pulls the head right off. Uh, yeah, I stuffs, was expecting something like that. Stuffs the head in the sack and, you know, meets, yeah. meets him down by the boat. That's awful. Like, All right, let's go. So Thor jumps in, starts rowing, and Hymir's like, okay, this is far enough. And Thor's like, no, I need to go out further. He, so he wants to get into the really deep water where the big fish are. So they get out there and it makes Hymir really nervous. And uh, he goes ahead and starts fishing and ends up pulling in two whales. So Hymir's got two whales and, you know. Decent day. Right. So then be sufficient. Thor decides he needs to bait his hook. He pulls out this, this head. And Hymir looks at it and, oh. I shouldn't have told him he can have anything out Are of the Are you field. fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, oh, you're yeah, so he's, with these gods. He's pissed, and he's pissed off at himself as well as, well, you know, that his enemy just ripped the head off his prize bowl. He's like, I, I guess I got to deal with it. So yeah. Thor casts his line in the water and eventually gets bite, starts pulling, <sighs> pulling. Mm-hmm. And he's fighting really good, and eventually... He pulls up Jormungandr. Oh no! <laughs> so here's this giant serpent that oh, he's got no. on the end of his end of his line, and he's tugging him in. And at this point, Himnir's freaking out. He's like, "No, no, no, no! Let it go! Let it go! It'll sink the boat. We'll never be able to get <laughs> it's it in." Eat the two, the two yeah. whales are fine. Two yeah, whales we, are we fine, have enough. But... We have enough meat. Just, just let it go. Cut this the line. Cut the line. <laughs> So Thor's like, no, and he gets him closer and he gets his hammer out. Okay, and there's two different versions of this. Okay, mm-hmm. there's one that our friend Snorri tells us, and then there's oh, a one sorry. from uh the Codex Regius. Okay. And I think it's actually in the other manuscript. It's like one of the only poems that's in both. Hmm. Oh, I can't remember okay. the name of that other. Okay. But it's a really famous story because of this whole uh world serpent fishing. It, in fact, it's it's depicted on lots of runestones and, but anyway, so I, I digress. Um, so the one version, he hits the world serpent with the hammer, and it kind of gets away after that, slithers back down to the to the bottom of the, the ocean. Okay. The other one is, uh, I believe it's Snorri's version where Himir actually cuts the line. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that you know he doesn't capsize the boat. Rain. Yeah. Either way, Jormungandr dives back down into the depths, and and ever since, Thor and Jormungandr have har- harbored a deep hatred for one another. Although, mm-hmm. um, Good. although Snorri also tells us that because of the whole Utgard de Loki mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. disguises the cat, he he harbors a grudge for that. Mm. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's just another interpretation. The day's fishing's done. They row back to the hall where Thor ends up carrying the whales and the boat with Hymir still inside because he's tired Uh, up into the hall so (laughs) they can get ready to eat the whales. So they have them prepared. And uh, at dinner, Hymir finally asks, what brought you two gods to my hall? And when they tell him, you know, they, they want oh, his yeah. cauldron. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, well, you can 
they just want to borrow it. And he's like, all right, well, you can actually have the cauldron if you can break my crystal goblet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so it's, a, it's always a challenge. It's always yeah, a game. It's always a game. The, you can the do test of if. strength of, you know, reeling in the world serpent. That's not good enough. Oh, no. and by the way, carrying two whales, my boat, plus my lazy ass. Oh, no, that's not good enough either. You have to break right. a cup. Really? Just a cup. That's Just a crystal a goblet. Yeah, so no big deal. Thor accepts. He's like, all right, well, I got this. He takes the cup and he throws it against the pillar. The pillar smashes. <gasps> Whoa. He throws it against another one. Right through the, the other pillar. What the heck is going on? So eventually... After he's done breaking most of the pillars in the house in the hall, uh, Tears' mom kind of leans over to him and says, "Nothing is harder than Hymir's head." Oh my gosh! So Thor, ding, light bulb situation, and he hucks this cup at Hymir's head. Yeah, <laughs> and the head, the head doesn't give at all. The the goblet shatters into millions of pieces. It's like, whoa! How do you figure that out? <laughs> so wow. Long story short, he's like pissed off because there's the possibility he's losing his badass magic cauldron. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, he's like, all right, well, you can have it, like I said, if you can carry it out of here. And it's huge. <sighs> it's, it's massive. Yes. Like, yeah, it, it's enough to, to brew beer for all the ace here, plus remember the Jotun that are there mm -hmm. in Aegir's Hall. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> And it does it magically and automatically. Did I did I say that at all? No. Oh, I it's it's magical. You have upped the value of this. Culture. I have. It, I, it I, makes I, endless. I skipped beer over it on yeah, its yeah. own. Yeah. Okay. Thor is probably thrilled. Everybody's thrilled, <laughs> <laughs> except for Himir. Of course, he's losing his cold. Episodes so, like today that make me want a beer. Uh, I'm actually I don't work, I'm actually working on one right now. Oh yeah. I'm like, I, I'm not usually a beer drinker, but I will mm -hmm. get a craving for a beer. And then mm -hmm. I'm like, I want an ice cold, like frothy draft, you know? Well, mine is not hand. ice cold because you do not drink Guinness ice cold. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. And if you're drinking Guinness proper, it's room temperature. Ah, I see. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I, I would I would fill my drinking horn with it, but I don't need that much. Anyways, right? <laughs> okay. Like so, yeah. The story was hanging in there. Then it got weird. <laughs> <laughs> it got weird. Wait, what happened? No, I'm saying if you drank the horn of ale. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the picture of of my? I Ill did. Horn? I saw yeah. your drinking horn. It's awesome. Well, if you guys want, you can steal that and post it on the the More Than Myths page so that yeah. our curious friends can see what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. So, okay, anyways, no, we digress again. So You're distracted. Dumb. Dumb. Tyr tries to lift this cauldron, and he just can't. He can barely budget. And Thor's like, mm, let me give it a shot. So he grabs this thing and he flips it over so it's on the rim. Mm -hmm. And then he crawls inside of it <laughs> mm -hmm. and puts his hands up. Uh -huh. And lo and behold, it lifts off the ground. So you turtle see. Tail. Yeah. yeah you see this, turtle. 
<laughs> upside down sure. cauldron and i just picture two little feet shuffling beneath it yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> moving it on along down the line so they take off they're like we got the cauldron we're out well Himiotr's pissed obviously he's actually losing this magic badass beer brewing cauldron right so he decides he's gonna send an army of many-headed Yodnar to attack and bring back his magic cauldron. Sheesh. And of course, of course, Thor sees this happening um, or gets told by Tyr probably, oh, they're after us, sets down this cauldron, crawls out, and has a heyday with Mjolnir just slaying some Yodnar. <laughs> so he just vanquishes the entire army that got sent after him. Oh my wow. god. And then picks up the cauldron and they proceed on their way <laughs> go back and Aegir <laughs> brews all this beer for them and they oh feast and yeah Party. it's just a good time ordering some pizza have a beer <laughs> just having a grand old time just having a good night so have you been reading a lot of these um like books or like how do you stay like how do you have all this knowledge in your brain <laughs> Well, it's it sticks. I um, sure. I'm really, okay. I'm really lucky that I don't have close to a photographic memory, obviously, or I wouldn't have to go back and look. But um, I've always learned really good by lectures. So if I listen to a book or or read a book, I can, I can maintain like comprehend, really good recall, retain all of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's it's awesome. just a. I think it's a a root trademark. Actually, my my dad's the same way. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, see? Did it, skip... <laughs> Did it skip a generation? No, actually, once I, if I'm... No, I'm, it's like you guys were talking understanding about... understanding what's happening, I, I definitely learn you. a lot better through, like, listening to something. Right. Yeah. Or, like, kinesthetically seeing it happen. You know, then it's like, oh, like, documentaries are probably the best way for me to recall information. Absolutely. And yeah. then audio after that. And then reading is the last... Yeah, Never lectures said. was always my good one. If I had a yeah. decent teacher that could could lecture, then yeah, I I would ace courses. We have somebody that is talking about something that they're passionate about and that they like know about. Mm -hmm. It's very satisfying to listen to and like soak up that knowledge. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. I do. I love it. I love the like I said before, part of my heritage, um, and just there's actually not that much information, so it's really easy. Um, and is it part of my heritage too, or is it from? Yeah, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. It is. So, have you done a twenty-three and Me? No, I haven't uh, yet. You need to do one. They're really interesting. I mean, I don't know. Christopher's is not interesting, but he is very white. So it was. <laughs> yeah, anyway. It was in one place. Like mine was everywhere. Like the whole globe was lit up for me. Oh wow, that's cool. Um, yeah. actually, Corinne, um, we are part Senegalese, Africa. Oh, dope. At the western coast of Africa. Wow. Yeah, they yeah. do so, specials and stuff. You should keep an eye on their website and do it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Is that the um, one you did, Uncle B? Did you do that? No, we, I did the Ancestry one. Okay. And, and Grandma and Grandpa both did that one, too. Gotcha. But it's, it definitely comes from Grandpa's side because he's got the Senegalese, too. Gotcha. But um, I don't know if you remember being told that we were part Cherokee. I did know that. It's not true. What? It's not true. <laughs> At least not on the root side. So grandma root 
your great grandma. Yeah. Um, she would always told us that we were part Cherokee. But yeah. It seems that okay, and it's five, six, six generations removed from me. Um, where um where this happened. Eleanor Wolf was the the woman that uh-huh. supposedly bought brought this Cherokee, but through deduction, little Sherlock Holmes here. Um <laughs> our game is a foot. Watson. Right. But sure uh, like a foot. Sure like a foot. <laughs> silly. I was dying. <laughs> You're like, Uncle B calling me out. <laughs> You're out I, I text you as like... soon as I heard it too. I'm like, yep, yeah, the game is a foot. Sure like a foot. Just gonna call it that. Right. Is that another another sticker? Sure like a foot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where are my growing. stickers, by the way? Ah, they're yeah, coming. we gotta get them made. It's the this coming. I this... need the Wendigo lifestyle. Um... Well, that one we can do. That Let's one see, we what need are, to do. What other ones? That one we need to do. You need, oh, a, you need to keep an eye out. Sticker. I don't need a black sticker. Yeah, I I have work on uh, more than a sticker week. for you, Uncle B. I just need to mail. Awesome. It. Yeah, I need to put those all over like my coffee mug because I won't put them do on my car. Do you have his address? Anyway, keep telling us your your uh, the part you were telling us about. Oh yeah, um, so grandma, great, 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 great. However, oh, great yeah. to the fifth, Eleanor, grandma Eleanor. Uh-huh. Uh, through deduction, we figure out she's probably half Senegalese. She was probably uh, an escaped slave, <gasps> and she ended yeah. up marrying yeah her husband. And I don't know. I would like to think that, um, he knew she was part black and went along with the Cherokee narrative. So he mm, could marry yeah. the woman he loved, um, or she told him that too, just so that she could, you know, marry him too. Because back then you couldn't marry black and white. No, but the natives and the white people—it was sometimes it was allowed, not necessarily. Less frowned upon. It was frowned, yeah, it, yeah, it was upon, less yeah. frowned upon. That's yeah. the exact right yep. way to put it. It exactly. was less frowned upon and not yeah. like completely forbidden. So yeah, little family history there. Interesting. That's amazing. <laughs> now I really want to do my 23andMe. Yeah, you should. It's really cool. I... And you can hook. So my older sister did the um, the one that Uncle B used. The ancestry.com? You can link them. You can mm-hmm. link the two. It takes a little bit, but you can actually link them. Oh, cool. So, well, And yeah. with, with the ancestry one, you can actually, if there's other people that are related to you, they'll like pop up. Oh, my cool. gosh. Same with 23 me. I have my yeah. whole thing maxed out oh wow people that are really oh it's bananas it's the craziest thing like i told my sister about it yeah Mm -hmm. haley's is a story it's pretty wild that's pretty cool pretty wild well Well, we're going to we're going to the fucking renaissance festival this summer so you should come for that too when's that the first weekend, second weekend August. in August. August? Yeah, oh, the... I'd, I'd be down. <clears throat> it's like the seventh because there's, um, we're going up there for a, um, the Pacific Northwest Subaru meetup. <gasps> yeah, my husband has a freaking tricked out Forester that is amazing. And I'm also uh, into Subaru because my car, I know, Corinne's poor. Sorry. I have my, a ride. I'm just right oh, now. Oh. I'm driving my third Subaru. What are you driving? Uh, 2015 wrx shut up i'm in a 2017 wrx sti nice yeah yours, yours yeah i badass. got another car friend they're so oh, yes oh so, yeah not my, it's not my crowd it's not it's not my crowd here it's just a 
bunch of 20 year old kids that vape in their cars and right well and not my deal i got the car because it's beautiful and i love it and everybody's like you want to race i'm like no i'm on the way to the bookstore (laughs) (laughs) but also safe and freaking reliable and and oh i love that car it's yeah i i call it my midlife crisis oh it's the best financial mistake i've ever made oh right yeah i mean i totally shouldn't shouldn't have afforded those payments but It's I terrible. love that fucking car. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to nerd out about cars someday. I'm leaving it in the episode. Yeah, she's Absolutely. gonna. I'm leaving it in the episode. You guys. So if there are more of you, they'll hear it. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing! But yeah, that's what we're gonna go up there for. So awesome. we registered the Forester. Anyway, yeah, so yeah, they're doing I the totally meetup, do and then we're going things. to Renaissance. So then we're gonna go to the Renaissance Fair. I've never been to Ren Fair. Never. Oh, we're, I'm so excited. So excited. I've never been to one either. So I haven't either. Does that mean I can drink? I can bring my drinking horn too? Yes, probably. Why not? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're dressing up like we're going all out. Oh my gosh. Oh, shit. It's going to be so well, fun. I just want to jump in. I thinking, Haley, like we should be advertising while we're there. Oh, absolutely. We could get little like business cards made. Yeah. Or like little, little, we get little medieval flyers. Shut up. Get out of my oh, face. Wow. Get out of my face. In my brain. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good idea. Like these are our people, right? Like these those are our yeah. people. And nobody's going to be doing it. Do you think anybody? Awesome. Uncle B, thank you. Yes. So yeah. much. Of course. So much. Back. Again, I love Again. it. I love it so much. It's um, so much fun. Do, should we tell our curious friends that I have reached out to Hackett Publishing? <gasps> yes. Yeah. Do it. So, okay, curious friends, listen here. I reached out to Hackett Publishing, which is the company that published the Poetic Edda translation by Dr. Jackson Crawford. And they've agreed to give us uh, expressed written consent to read some of his translation of the Poetic Edda. So eventually, when we were talking about the knowledge that Odin has, I have a poem just for that. And oh we're going to learn what Odin considers knowledge, and we're going to discuss it stanza by stanza and have a gay old time. Oh my gosh, it's going to be amazing. Oh, yes. I love discussing things. I'm ready. All right. Well, perfect. Thank you so much again, and we'll have you on Absolutely. soon. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, We'll have to figure out what we're going to do next. If we're going to actually dive into the Eddas or if we're going to start with Ragnarok. Ooh. Oh, man. Yeah. Maybe that. So our curious friends can be on the edge of their seat. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? Well, thank you again so much. <laughs> Absolutely. I love coming on with you guys. You know that. Yeah, we love having you. It's thank so you. Fun. Yep. Thank you. All right. We'll, we'll talk. talk to you soon. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Well, thank you for tuning in for our wrap-up of part two of Thor and our Norse Corner with Uncle B. We really appreciate you guys always tuning in and checking it, checking us out. Um, remember to check out our library on our website. We share all of our sources and information, episodes, and more. You can also see our notes. No. Just no, our sources. Our notes, just no, our, our notes are You don't want to see our notes. You don't want to see our notes. And then, yeah, definitely check check out our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. We've got mistakes. If you heard something wrong in any of our episodes, make sure you send us an email at morethanmisspodcast at gmail.com, and we will add it in our next Mistakes episode.
And it doesn't matter what episode it's from. If it's from the very first one, if you went back to the beginning and there was something about sirens or finfolk that we got wrong, send it to us. We don't care. Let us know. Yeah, let us know. We want to get the facts right. Wherever you podcast, we also podcast. So if you want to just follow and subscribe, if you have a few minutes and you can leave us a review, just gives us a little bump so we can get more curious friends, more book dragons. You know, we want it all. We want it all. We want it all. Really. As always, remember, tell your friends, tell your family, and tell your mama. Call her and say, hey, until next time, stay curious. Bye.